This is Eric Johnson, the brand. And Aaron Thigpen, the source. And welcome to our podcast for this week. Aaron, we got an interesting subject that I think is, is pretty cool. And um, I'm excited to talk about it, and this is right up um, our alley. The subject today is how to train a youth athlete and what is the process. Right, right. No, it's a good, t- it's a good subject. I know what, working with athletes and talking to parents, there's just a lot of confusion on, you know, hey, what's the best way to get my athlete prepared for high school ball? And what are some of the things I need to put in place? And what to do when and, and where? And, and so parents are, are flustered and they just don't know. And so they kind of rely on what they see other parents doing, which may not be correct. Right. Or maybe what some coaches might tell them, which you know may or may not be correct. But they don't necessarily get a pullback view and a holistic view of really all the things that an athlete needs to have in place to be successful. And how do you put all those parts together? And, and so I think it's important that the parents educate themselves and continue to educate themselves on how do we put these pieces in place, who are going to be the players in each of these pieces, and how do we stay on track so that, again, the athletes on you know what we call always talk about the trajectory, the right trajectory to be where they want to be, you know, i.e. high school, college ball, or, or beyond. Yeah, Aaron, it's... Uh... It's, it's a it's a tough situation because you know parents hear a lot of information um, from their peers or this is what I did and every athlete's different. Every athlete has a different body. Every athlete needs to be trained differently. Some have more af- athleticism than others. Mm-hmm. Some are stronger than others at certain stages in their development. And I feel a lot of times is when you're trying to teach from a baseball standpoint or any other sports standpoint, trying to get that athlete to do a functional, specific thing that you want them to do technically in your sport, if they're not equipped to do it physically, then us as instructors can't teach that fundamental to them unless their body is 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 strong enough to do it right and and we've had that conversation many times because you know baseball is one of those sports that's instruction heavy and so parents always err on the side of hey he's not hitting the ball let me get more hitting lessons not throwing the ball over the plate let me get more pitching lessons and they don't quite understand that they might have to take a step or two back and say well hey uh, what are the underlying athletic fundamentals that this athlete needs to have to be able to perform those? And, and that's kind of the, uh, the angle that I want to talk about is on the physical side, um, there's, there is a process that the parents need to take with their athlete. One is they need to have their athlete assessed right. just from an athletic and functional movement standpoint. Hey, does this kid have the right range of motion in his arm, in his shoulders, in his hips, uh, especially some of those areas that tend to be problem or injury prone with the younger athlete? So you want to have those things checked out first. 
Right. Then second, you want to have those those movement patterns analyzed, and it's not not necessarily have to hook them up to a machine and do anything real right. fancy. But you you need someone who can at least eyeball and say, hey, you know what? When this kid lunges or when he squats, these things are happening that's improper, or things are in line and you're okay, because you want those base functional athletic movement patterns to be there. If they're not you're running a risk of injury and at some point they're going to be the ceiling that's not going to enable you to acquire some of the other athletic or technical skills that you want later on. So I think it's very important that parents, if they want to do this correctly, take a step back and get that sort of analysis done with the athlete. And then if, if there are some deficiencies, work on those deficiencies. And it doesn't mean that they can't play or compete. It's right. just that you got to understand that, hey, here are some things that for the long-term development of my athlete, we need to get fixed and we need to get correct uh, handle on. I like what you said right there, long-term development, because it is a development process. But I want to go back a little bit. And also, you said something that was key. You said... When their body, you know, even though you don't want them to stop doing the baseball activity that they're doing because they're training, you want to continue to do that. I see when an athlete has those deficiencies and they're still coming to me or working at it and they're working with somebody like you, I see their fundamentals getting better on the short term right. too. I see, I see the positions I try to get them into improve. So I like what you said about, you know, don't stop what you're doing, but try to do some things that can help the athlete functionally move correctly so the process of long-term development keeps on growing because the more you, you do it, the, the sports performance training, getting your athlete assessed so they can do some of these baseball movements, it's like compound interest. Every yeah. year it gets better. Right. And I know in hardball athletics, you know, we, we talk about this constantly, and the athletes that we have worked with and athletes we see have improved a great deal is because of them working with you so I could easily get them to functionally move correctly in a baseball fundamental position. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's the premise of, of why we developed that program because we found that those two things have to go hand in hand and they have to move along together. Uh, what tends to happen is athletes, you know, want to do one or the other. And mm. that might be because of logistics, because of access to expertise, because of budget, uh, time constraints. But it's, I think it's very important that those two things move along uh, at the same time. Because you can't just do one or the other and expect everything to, to be all right. I mean, it's we have these conversations all the time. Right. Hey, Aaron, I've got this kid, you know, I'm trying to get more power out of him or trying to, you know... Increase their speed, velo their velocity, velocity on the bat speed. Right. But he can't move his hips. And, yeah. and we've gone through, you know, some amount of lessons. Right. And he still doesn't get it. And and so at that point, you may, you have the conversation with the parent but they don't quite understand that the importance of maybe going back to the athletic side of, mm -hmm. of what their athlete is doing and, and working on those things. Because a lot of times parents and athletes think about 
sports performances getting bigger, faster, stronger. Right. You know, that they, they really dumb it down to that. And sports performance is a lot more than that. Sports mm-hmm. performance is about a creating an awareness of how to use your body optimally and, and, and how to uh, instill the proper movement patterns so that they're consistent. And when they're consistent, that's when performance comes out. And, and so it may not look the way people think, you know, like you see on a Gatorade commercial with the guy pushing 600 pounds on the sled right. and flipping a tire. That stuff looks glorious and sexy, but you know, the real performance training in most cases, especially for young athletes, is a lot more subdued, uh, a little bit more tedious, <laughs> and, right. and, and can be a little more mundane. But again, it's like you're investing this dollar a day into what you're doing, and over the course of time, that compound interest now nets you a pretty big uh, savings account right. later on. And it, that's the hurdle I think most athletes and, and parents have to get over is is their perception of really what needs to happen Mm -hmm. i will say this from a baseball standpoint you can have said any better to get it to be optimal you have to do these mundane things to get the body to move correctly yes and it's not about you know you go back to that bigger stronger faster which is true but if you don't know how to move the body properly then you can't get bigger stronger faster from a baseball standpoint and from a sports performance standpoint. And I think that's the point that you and I are trying to make is that understand how the body moves yes. optimally in sports performance and baseball training. Exactly. Put them together and you have this athlete that can move correctly, efficiently, and get the most out of their body. Exactly. And that's that's what sports performance is about, is getting the most out of your body you know, at its current state at its current stage of development. That's where you're going to see these things pay off. Um, but the quick fixes and ignoring some of these things and not wanting to take one step back to take two steps forward is what kills a lot of athletes because it gets ignored and then I see that kid, they've kind of been putting it off and off and off for three, four years even though it's been pointed out to them. And for some athletes, they don't know. Parents right. don't know, it's just never told them. But for those who do know, they they get to that junior year and that senior year, and inevitably they're behind. You know, they need right. to run under seven seconds for a sixty, and they're running seven five. Right. You know, they need to throw eighty five miles an hour, and they're throwing eighty. Uh, you know, they're they have poor range of movement in their hips, poor range of movement in their ankles. Uh, there's a lack of of coordination uh, with the upper and lower body. Uh, these are all things I see all the time and I see them chronically uh, with a lot of athletes mm-hmm. and and so what happens is some athletes have to pigeonhole themselves into a very narrow skill set to try and compensate but if that skill set isn't developed to the appropriate level they're done it's like right. the kid that because they didn't make the move when they were younger um, and they just keep them at first base well now he's a senior but he doesn't have the bat to go with the first baseman. Right. They're done. You know, they're done. And now, you know, where do you put them? Maybe can you get them to move well enough to put them in the outfield? Well, by then it might be too late. So, you know, those are sorts of things that I see regularly. And 
I think parents really need to understand. They need to kind of look along or beyond the horizon of where we're trying to go versus just where we are right now and having success right now. Well, what a good way to kind of wrap things up and put it into a nice bow there, Aaron. Um, You know, how to train that youth athlete and and the process. So this is uh, EJ, Eric Johnson, the brand. And Aaron Thigpen, the source. We'll see you guys later.